We are your home for Florida Gators softball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, welcome in to the tailgate. Again, we're getting a late start. It's not our fault. It's the fault of the people that were left the bench and caused a 22-minute delay in the women's basketball game. we got a lot to talk about. I am in studio, and the great Jeff Cardozo is, as always, at the ballpark where he lives. Jeff, how are you? Big day. We get to see Chris Armstrong take batting practice. No, don't even do it. Don't even do it to me. I cannot, I cannot put up with a uh, Chris Armstrong batting practice homer. Although he, he actually got a couple of hits last night, didn't he? He did. He hit a homer last night. That's right, yeah. Team, but he also struck out three times and made four errors. So he, four. Uh, No, 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 he didn't. He didn't yeah. make four errors. Four errors. Four errors. At third base, which is hard to do. And Jacksonville made seven on the day. Like It reminded me of uh, back when I was coaching Austin when they were playing 10 years old. Overthrows and just people running around bases. Or or that year, remember that year that Miami came here? I, I, I'm i trying to think when it was. I had yeah, just, and they really made bad. like nine errors or yeah, something. Yeah, baseman was awful that day. Oh, gosh, that was incredible. Because I had just gotten back from the, uh, obviously, the uh, softball tournament. So, anyway, uh, Florida's season is basically over, I guess. I mean, there's not no way they're getting into an NIT or anything, but I don't think anybody cares. Uh, but w- weird way to end the season with, yeah, Mainly because people came off the bench. It wasn't really a brawl, brawl, but it was. It's not good. Eight, pe- eight people got ejected, including a player who hadn't played this year. Well, at least they got the on the box score then. Right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, ejected. Yeah, so maybe may, may, that'll get you a letter. You get in the box score. You get a. You get your letter. And it was actually a, a pretty close game until uh, Florida, I think, wore down. At the yeah, end, it was just, it was unfortunate because yeah. they they had fought back there in the third quarter to take the lead, and then obviously uh, Kentucky just got hot, went on the eight nothing run, and that pretty much did it. Yeah, so, and that's but you know he, th- she was snake bit from the entire year. You know, you lose your best player, another one gets hurt that's supposed to play a lot of minutes. So it was just right. kind of playing behind the eight ball all year and sort of uh, rough to see. But hey, the the men got a W last night, which was a good thing. It was fun to watch um, because they just made shots. And it's funny because I hate to say this, but maybe the rediscovery has finally happened and Florida played a lot of what I call four guards. I mean, you can call Riley Kugel or um, or uh, Will Richard a, a forward if you want, but they're they're basically guards. And uh, so they, they kind of went to a lot of four guards and, and played one big guy because they – the first two guys got in foul trouble, and Fudge ended up fouling out. So that may be the, the only chance they have to win win any games and uh, got the sweep of Mike White. Yeah, that is a good thing. I'm a, I got Steve Egan up here. I'm going to put him on real quick so he can talk <laughs> since he was uh, at the game last oh, night. Oh, that's right, yeah. So that was, um, I saw you on TV, Steve. Oh, yeah, I got plenty of air time. I got Look a lot of you. texts. Yeah. <laughs> so you're right there on press row or no, like no, right well, by the benches? Co- Coach Golden's standing in front of me most of the game. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
So They're big time. Every time. They were, they were probably trying to increase their female <laughs> watchers audience-wise, so they were like, oh, this is a great there shot. They were trying to get their marathon watchers to watch. <laughs> Make this happen. But, yeah, so obviously I didn't get to see it because I was doing the game, but did, yeah. did they look better or is Georgia just not really Georgia's much? not very good, but we looked really good in the first half. Okay. You know, I, you know, like – like that, so they made shots. They made six threes in the first half, and you know they built that ten point lead right at halftime. And so, uh, they just had to maintain in the second half, and pretty much that's what they did. Uh, Georgia whittled it down to two, but then the Will Richards hit a couple of big shots down the stretch to to put it away. Yeah, he hit the big three, and then he hit a great pull up, like fifteen foot jumper. And uh, you know, Myron Jones, I listened to the post game with uh, uh, with. Uh, Sean and he and he talked about how uh, that was the the key to the game. The reason they won the game was because those two shots he made. I think Jatobo got a layup right after that too. Mm-hmm. And it kind of killed George's momentum right there. Yeah, and that's a good thing. And 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 you said it, Steve. George is not very good. No, I mean <laughs> if they could hit any shots, they could have they could have stayed in that game. But they 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 were they were terrible from from beyond the arc. You know the thing is, I I watch. Uh, Cario Aquendo play. I, I, I remember when he, he got in the portal last year, and I was like, man, that's who Florida should get. I love watching this guy play. And then he went back to Georgia instead. He decided to stay at Georgia, and he's had this weird year. And last night, he was unstoppable, but he was 0 for 7 from 3. So <laughs> yeah. I, but, it's hard, it's hard to figure him inside, out. Though, yeah. And then he hit all his free throws, too, which was big. Is that uh is that Jose Okendo's brother? Uh, I don't know. I I would think that it might be his son, but it, I mean he's there's a little age <laughs> I'm difference. I'm surprised there. you know who Jose Okendo is. Were you a baseball? He was a shortstop for the Mets. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, but yeah, Eags. I I mean it's obviously changed since Castleton. I think everybody sure. figured that once he was out of there. But have you seen, at least over the last couple of games, a transformation of Mike – or not Mike White, of, of Todd Golden understanding, okay, we don't have him. We've got to play a different style. Have they yeah, done I, some different and stuff? And I think Pat pointed it out uh, with, with the way he rotated those guys in. Uh, more of a small lineup, but uh, it, it seemed to be a better scoring lineup than uh, than what they've been trying in the last couple of games since Castleton went out. Uh, obviously, with Jatobo and uh, Shimshik uh, getting into foul trouble, that, they, that was nece- it was necessary to do that, but – I, I thought it was more cohesive. But I and I and I think though for for everybody listening and obviously mostly Gator fans are the ones doing that, you know, the ones that talk bad about Todd Golden. At least you're seeing that he can adjust or adapt. And mm-hmm. gosh, you lose your best player, but he's still coaching hard and he's still yeah. trying to figure out some stuff that hopefully now in a couple of years people understand that he he knows what the heck he's doing. Yeah, but I mean, you lose a guy like Castleton who you built your entire offense around, and he was your you know the the key guy in your defense as well. So yeah. he cleaned up a lot of a lot of a lot of things uh, that, that you know looked bad early on. But uh, so you're having to readjust uh, how you how you play now. And I think they've they've figured a few things out. Uh, unfortunately, there's only one more game left in the regular season. Yeah, yeah. But I mean that's the thing. If if you have a an, a post presence right now, uh, Florida's really got no chance right. in those games that's, because. That's the problem, yeah. They can't, they can't defend it, and they didn't defend it last night. I mean, they just kept driving it up the middle. But you know one thing about Todd Golden, you got to say, he ain't playing on Wednesday night. No, and, and that's, that was the big thing of last night. That was huge. I, I, I had to figure it out myself, and then I, I was listening to the show or to the post game, and I, I said, oh, I was right. But, yeah, they're, they're definitely going to wait till Thursday to play, <laughs> well, and, and Georgia's and now, playing Wednesday. If you, if you beat LSU, I mean, it's – you're you're in the NIT because you're guaranteed at least a spot above 500. So that was certainly a well, big. Well, it's not guaranteed. Yes, it is. No, it's not. 
You want to bet? Yeah. <laughs> you already owe me 48 beers. Yes. And you want to – we go double or nothing. That's how confident I am they'll get in if they beat LSU. But then what But what if they beat LSU and they don't – well, what if they beat LSU to lose in the first game? Then they're still they're 500. 500. I know, but I don't I don't know that you're guaranteed to get in is they're what guaranteed. I'm saying. They're Florida. <laughs> what do you – no, they're Florida – that's not going to carry don't a lot of the, weight. The NIT would take Florida. No, over I do not. Mercer, I because the committee is supposed to go based on seating, and now I will say this. I will say this, and it's not the argument you're making, which is a, a specious one. Um, Hold on, what does that mean? It means it's not good. How do you uh, spell it? S p e c i o u s. Have you ever used that in a column? I just did. Um. <laughs> But um, but because Florida's net is not bad, even though they're they're way, it's way below where they, they were in get. The tournament before Castleton got hurt, at least on the bubble. Well, they were on the bubble, right? But still, at least everybody was talking about it. They had a the, chance. The national people, so that may be the difference. But it's not because it's Florida. It has nothing to do with it. They, they have to go by the. Oh, so now you're changing them. We got a bet, <laughs> and all of a sudden they're in because you don't want to do it. Uh, I will bet you. Four point eight beers, six pack, <laughs> six pack. All and right, IPAs. All right, cool. Got it. Do you think you're ever going to see those other forty eight? <laughs> Probably not. Well, I'll do. I'll do what I can to start. I'll br- start bringing them in here. How about that? <laughs> that yeah, would go yeah, over yeah. well. Here, here at a student new, we'll, uh, we'll be run uh, a bunch of times, so we can bring one to every remote. Yeah, what's well, I, I mean, Steve? For you, you guys, it's got to be getting old. To go to all these different places and see the Gators losing different in football and <laughs> basketball, but that that was kind of a to and again none of us have anything against Mike White. I, at least none of no. I don't. You don't. No. I know Jeff doesn't. A good guy. We liked him a lot. Loved m- visiting with him when he was here uh, for the first game this year. But it still was important for Florida to sweep that series. Yeah, of course. Uh, obviously, with the football rivalry, it, it carries over to basketball. And, Pat, you know, that's one of the teams that uh, all Gators want to beat in every sport. Yes. In fact, one day I wore – I had a red golf shirt, okay? And I wore it into uh, the tennis facility because I was picking up a racket from Roland Thornquist for our uh, golf tournament. And he signed it, and they had won the NCAA that year. And he said, huh, dude, what are you doing? We do not allow red in this building. I'm like, wow, it's everything, man. It is everything. It's not just football. All right, we get uh, – is, is, is that my cue to go to break, Jeff? I think so. Okay. <laughs> All right, we have to do that, and uh, we'll come back, and we'll talk about Gator baseball and what they did last night and certainly what is going on at the Combine, or what's going on away from the Combine now. A lot of stuff going on in the world of college sports and pro sports. We'll talk about all that and more when we come back. You're listening to The Tailgate, Pat Dooley and Jeff Cardozo here on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. 
There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. If you're looking for the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, look no further than Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Steve Russell here. I've been a customer of Southeast Car Agency for a long time. All the vehicles I've purchased have been great. They'll do the same for you. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles they have in stock. You can go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue. The Cousins families run this business for 40-plus successful years. That's Southeast Car Agency. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. And every night, they have different specials. But you don't need to wait for nighttime to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock. Check out their delicious menu at thesocialgnv.com and follow them on social media to see the latest specials. Come get Social at The Social at Midtown. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. The evening features partly cloudy and warm conditions as temperatures generally linger in the 80s and 70s. We'll see lows tonight fall into the upper 50s and low 60s. Areas of patchy, dense fog are possible for that early Thursday morning commute. Otherwise, by the afternoon, we'll see mostly sunny skies. Temperatures in the middle 80s. We'll hold on to dry weather until Friday evening into Saturday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Butler. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Your dogs are 
Nah, how many dogs? No, the reason I asked is because I was happened to be looking through my phone. Dog was literally licking a baby's face. And, oh, that's so cute. I'm the Jay. You know what a dog's That's the problem with you. Well, until I recognized that the baby was like six weeks old. The baby's like going to be immune to disease that for the rest like of the year so old. Dog's mouths are cleanest thing on earth. Yeah, the, whatever. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Sparcy with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back here. Uh, first hour of the show. Got a late start. We're going to have a late, uh, an early finish, too, because of Gator Baseball playing against JU again today. It's kind of weird that Jeff is at the ballpark, and he's watching JU take infield. And I'm sitting here, and I'm watching JU take infield here in the studio. Wow, how about that? That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not impressive. Hopefully they don't hit one to Armstrong, but... Uh, that would be a, a problem. But uh, obviously a lot going on in the world of sports, and we'll talk about everything uh, going forward. But, uh, Jeff, do you have any concerns at all? And I know what, I know what your answer is already going to be, and so I, I, I need to phrase it the right about way. About the pitching? No. About the fact that they haven't really played uh, – they, they, they had a soft – They've had a soft preseason. Does it worry you at all when they go play a team like Miami this weekend? What do you think I'm going to say? You can say, no, they're great. They're great. <laughs> They'll hit 100 homers and Chris no, Armstrong. No, I'm not going to say that. I think there's some some players where you watch some of their bats and you say, well, you know, they you got away with that one or Miami would have done differently or pitched them differently. And, and obviously they're not going to score 12 runs a game like they're doing now. But I do think that this is – I mean, you still got to do it. And it doesn't matter who the opponent is. I mean, they're all still Division One level yeah. types of players. And, I mean, heck, the guy from last night was was at Florida State and he transferred because he wasn't really playing much and the Gators roughed him up. So, obviously, he was good enough to go to Florida State. So, it's not like they're playing these – I was going to say a bad word. Um, yeah, but, but I mean – But it's not like they're playing those types of guys. So, they still got to do it. And you're, you're watching, like – Cade Curlin, the freshman, just very impressive. And I just – I think what excites me about it is the approach is different this year. They hit 121 homers last year, which is the second most in school history. You know what the first year first is? 98. Yep, 98. 132 that year. That's because I was on the team, motivated. How many did you hit again? I, 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 no, none, but I, uh, I yeah. was the one giving them up in inner squads to give them confidence <laughs> to hit the homers that year. And so, that was your best stuff, too. Yeah, so. that was my best stuff. <laughs> so and so you still got to go out and do it, but there's a lot like Rivera. He's hitting the ball to right field this year, yeah. and you never saw that. Caglione last night, all we've done is see him pull balls, but they were pitching him away and, and doing some different stuff. So what does he do? He hits an opposite field homer, and he hits a double down the line. So I just think the approach at the plate has been really sound, and that's going to translate even against good pitching. All right, we got to get a call in. Let's do that right now. Stoney's up. What's going on, Stoney? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. 
good, good, good. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Pat. Been listening to you for a long time. Okay, thanks. I'm a local. I'm a local business owner. I survey land, and uh, hey, how much would it cost? I'm willing to come down there and pay you cash money. Uh, what did it cost to get you off the air? Yeah, I, I saw that one coming. It's the same guy that's done that before. I, and luckily, I saw it coming, so I could get him off the air real quick. And that, that's what, how, how much did you pay me to get him off the air? What, what's, I, I think an acre is about 25 grand, roughly. I'll take that. I'll, hey, I'll walk right now. For 25 grand, yeah. yeah. You know. Worth, worth, an, I mean, I'd like to move an acre or two. I've got enemies out there. Why is that? I'm an enemy of the state. Because you're a gator hater until you uh, stop writing for the sun. No, I'm I'm a I'm a. Uh, and now you wear gator gear, so people need to understand that you like them again. I always liked them. Okay, I just couldn't show it. <laughs> now I now I'm able to show it. And I I will say this: watching the game last night, that was a good. That was I was pretty happy. Just especially Will Richard having a, a big game. You know. Uh, 24 points, just making shots. Yeah. And I do think that these guys have freed up their minds, you know, a little bit. I think they were they played like a nervous or tense team in a lot of games this year. Now I think they freed their minds up. Yeah, and obviously they didn't want to go through what they've had to go through. And, I mean, they've had a lot of different opportunities at different things. So now you at least – you have some confidence. You smile. And, I mean, that's what sports is all about. Nobody wants to lose. It's miserable if that's what you're going through. So uh, to have an opportunity like that, and, you know, I think even, you know, for the women to win a couple of games down the stretch, obviously they didn't do well at the end of the one today, but I think it gave them a little confidence. They were they were in it with Kentucky and then ran out of gas, like you said, but maybe this at least helps them. You beat Georgia, you beat LSU, which obviously you should, and then maybe you sneak one in in the tournament and you just you, you finally you end the year on a positive note because again for some of these guys they're never going to put on a, a basketball uniform again and you want to go out the right way. Yeah, absolutely. And uh it's kind of interesting that uh, Florida had their best player who was out all year um also was ejected from this game. That's that's hard to do. She went but it, you know can't come off the bench. Just something you can't do. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know, I got into uh, – I mean, I guess it wouldn't be a brawl like you said, but the my first college game ever was there was a play at the plate, mm-hmm. and Nicholson's in the dugout. He's like two people away from me on the top rail, and Casey Smith ends up shoving the catcher, and <laughs> all of a sudden Nicholson's gone. He's at home plate shoving the catcher right back and all the benches clear. And I was like, man, this is what college is all about. This is awesome. And then never had that happen again. Did you run out there and just kind of pretend to like? Be- yeah, that's what all pitchers do. They yeah, run just out hold there on and, to somebody. Yeah, yeah. You just act like you're doing something and make it work. Well, but- here's a guy who has never been in a brawl, I know, and that is uh, Tennessee Mike, who joins us right now. What's up, Mike? <laughs> uh, I'll uh, play the fifth on that one there, Pat. <laughs> I'm talking about multiple people brawl. Oh, okay. I'll bar brawl? At least a bar brawl. Yeah, I'll play the fifth on that, too. <laughs> I went to college, too, Pat. I did the bar scene. Oh, I did, too. I just never got in the fight. Hey, um, guys, a lot of Georgia football fallout today, maybe one thing on NIL as it relates to Miami. 
Um, guys, this tragedy is awful, of course. We're getting a lot of details today. Apparently that Georgia staffer was bombed or blood or BAC was nearly two, which is that what two and a half, you're about dead, right? Three. How, how, what is it when the BAC is fatal? I don't know the answer to that. I know it's uh, point eight. I think, is when it's – Yeah, uh, that's point oh. it's legal, but when you – I'm talking about point two. She was bombed. Um, obviously, first thing that crossed my mind, guys, is I don't, I'm assuming that Georgia player, like most of those Georgia dudes, probably had a big pro career ahead of them or thought to be. So I'd say there's a huge uh, wrongful death lawsuit coming from the family. But, guys, um, i got one other question about uh, – well, we've all been young and irresponsible, and, all, and young people make mistakes, and I'm not going to be get off my lawn fuddy-duddy here. But um, these super speeder events that we're seeing more and more of, what was it, the AR was going 130 down University Avenue, the law couldn't keep up with him, and that's a story. It was on the interstate. It wasn't down University. Okay. They've got this deal with Georgia going 104 and that was pretty close to Sanford Stadium, I think two or three, four miles from, you know, right there in the middle of Athens. When I was a kid growing up and we wanted to drag race, we'd get way out in the country somewhere, try to stay away from people, although that's not an excuse either. But um, one other thing here that it's not, I'm not hearing much discussed about, when these super speeder events happen with these Hellcats and these, you know, super muscle cars, what about the, um, the insult to the community? What if somebody was walking their dog, down there in Athens, the car flew into an apartment complex and actually actually uh, hit the corner of the building. Have y'all seen the pictures of the wreck? No, I have. Yeah, the uh, the big uh, Ford uh, large size SUV was mangled. It looked like a bunch of metal spaghetti. It actually flew into the corner of an apartment. What if somebody was out checking their mail in the apartment complex? Yeah, late at night. But that's one thing I'm not hearing about. Yeah, it's a tragedy, but it's also kind of an insult to the community. I don't disagree. I mean, you sh- nobody, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, shouldn't. it's it's it. I mean, to me, it's it's awful. I think it's the worst thing. And I mean, the second that I heard the story today and some of the details coming out, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I've got a 16 year old on the road, and you just you just never know. And yeah. I mean, you, you pass so many different things, whether it's on the interstate or just driving around town. You see the flowers on the side of the road. Oh yeah, absolutely. it's it's really really dangerous. So I think anybody that does that is certainly. Uh, one of them's not, over not there, uh, Jeff, as you know, right, right by my house on Fifty Third. Yeah, where uh, did you come out there? Two uh, young um, girls were because somebody went in the wrong lane and because they were impaired. I think I don't even remember. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, like, character assassinate anybody. But let's say you're in a neighborhood or a city setting, and somebody comes flying, say doing seventy or thirty-five or something crazy like that. That's bad enough. But we're talking triple numbers here: yeah, one hundred five, no, absolutely right, one hundred and thirty. Yep. I don't understand. It sounds like it varies from community to community, but I don't understand why that super speeding is in an urban area is not straight felony stuff. I don't know. We'll find out going forward. I mean, it's this was the uh, we we all the information is still a little fresh, but uh, certainly Jalen Carter uh, left the combine and now uh, he's got th- these legal issues to worry about, but. It's going to make people wonder a little bit about his character and probably drops I mean, if, 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 from being the number one pick, which I think yeah, he I would mean, have been in the end. Yeah, if those folks had lived that wrecked that big forward, they were going to be facing DUI charges. I think I hadn't heard much about that angle on it either. I mean, it, was a, it was a bad, bad deal yep. they were doing. Hey, last thing for you guys. Um, Miami's the poster uh, school for NIO when it comes to basketball. They bought their whole team. Looks like it's working out. What about that? What, what about the argument for just going and buying your whole team? Looks like Miami's going to be a four or five seat. And y'all hang in there. Yeah, they did it with women too, and they got sanctioned for it. Yeah. Um, but um, 
No, that this is what we this is what you have to deal with, Jeff. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, I can I can't argue against something that is legal that you you're allowed to do. And uh, they already had a good team, and they they made it really good. And they're going to be tough. It's going to be a t-shirt game when they play in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> that it is. Would you not agree with that? No, I definitely agree with that. All right. Well, here's what I do agree with. We need a break. We'll take that. Uh, Pat Dooley is here in studio. Jeff Cardozo is at the ballpark for another 13 or 14 minutes. And then he'll be doing the game tonight, Florida and JU. And, of course, uh, we'll talk about Florida winning its basketball game last night. Anything else you want to talk about here on the tailgate, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Lily Martin. The Gator baseball team is back in action tonight against Jacksonville University. Starting on the mound will be Yoel Tejeda. The Gators are on a four-game win streak following the lone loss of the season to USF. They are currently 8-1. Coverage starts right here at 5.55. In other Gator sports news, the women's basketball team just fell short to Kentucky in their first game of the SEC tournament. The Gators lost 72-57. In other football news, there was an arrest warrant issued for potential top NFL draft pick Jalen Carter for his role in a fatal January car crash. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lily Martin. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. 
It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. The holidays are here, and as much as we like friends and family coming over, sometimes there are those few that make the house smell like poo-poo. Well, there's an easy solution for the ones you don't want in the house. Show them the outhouse, because with Florida Portable Services, it's as easy as you not liking that casserole that Grandma brought over. They provide portable toilets, restroom trailers with AC, and you can even listen to music and watch TV while you pee. Call 1-800-864-5387 and book your reservation today. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. It's an unprecedented diamond buying opportunity at International Diamond Center this weekend only. IDC is opening the vault with the largest selection of hand-picked diamonds ever seen here. And you can buy like a dealer buys. Choose from thousands of GIA and Forevermark diamonds. These are the best of the best. Certified by the world's top gem labs. Ethically sourced and hand-selected for remarkable brilliance. Rare precious diamonds at prices never seen before. Rounds, princess cuts, emerald cuts, cushion cuts, ovals from 1 carat to 20 carat diamonds. All on sale. It's IDC's largest and most aggressive public diamond buying event ever. And if that wasn't enough, we're offering long-term zero interest financing on any diamond purchase. Plus, for these three days, you get extra savings and incentives on all engagement ring mounting, including the entire collections from both Takori and Baraggio. Don't miss this amazing opportunity, an open-to-the-public multi-million dollar diamond buying event this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday only, and only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. The big screen. Big screen. The atmospheric lighting. The unbelievable sound. There's only one place you could be. Uh, yeah. Um, at my house? Oh, yes. Very nice. Get the home theater you have always dreamed of. Electronics World in Gainesville. Visit electronicsworld.net for more information. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back. Thank you, John, for bringing us in. Got about six minutes, seven minutes in uh, Jeff's time here on this show, and I want to spend it talking about baseball, uh, Jeff, but uh, I did want to – I didn't know if you were aware of this, that somebody is turning your favorite birthday age today. Um, 
I don't know who. Okay. Well, Ron Howard is, oh, okay. is turning 69 today. Opie? But think about that. Has, has anybody ever been on two better shows together? I mean, if you add them together, how good they were? I mean, Andy Griffith and uh, Happy Days? Yeah, probably not. It's a pretty, pretty good deal. Yeah, I, I, I maybe like you could argue Jerry Stiller for Seinfeld and uh, and uh, King of Queens, which I I think is a really funny show. That is a good show. But but Opie was the main man in Happy Days. That he was. That's right. Well, uh, it's, and it's fascinating to see that he because I think everybody probably still thinks of him as as an actor, and you don't understand how many great movies he directed. I watched one Two. of them last night, like a good part of it, uh, Apollo 13, which is one of my favorite yeah. movies. Yeah. You know who else's uh, birthday is today? Uh, Roger Daltrey. Well, probably. But that's it not is, who I was 79 years of. old today. Somebody is uh, legal to have a drink today. Um, uh, I don't know. Hurston Waldrop. Well, good for him. So, big night. If the, if the Gators maybe destroy JU again he head over to the grog and have a beer for the first time in his life well actually i i think the grog house and salty dog are both closing what yes Uh, somebody bought them here's the story i've gotten Uh, let me just spread rumors out here but i i i'm i know that it's happening and i think they only have a couple of maybe like a month left to be there yeah it's sad it's a sad it's another part of the ruining of gainesville Midtown, but um, uh, yeah, so they're going to turn it into a exclusive club for uh, students, and you have to be a member to get in there. Is what I was told. Shut up! I'm not kidding, man. I've been I've known this for a while. I actually ran into uh, somebody who told me. So it's like going to a country club and having a membership. Yeah, that's the only way you get in to have a drink. Yeah, and I think they're trying to that's keep it not going to go students. well. Well, I don't know. They they're called fraternities. That's what I mean. They, it's not like they don't have those already. I'm a member. I can get in and drink. Sure. Yeah. But it's just weird. And let, let's let's uh, let's talk about the, this baseball team, though. And you know, when uh, Caglione hit the homer last night, you had to be going. I cannot. What in the hell am I watching here? This is unbelievable. Yeah, just because of how strong he really is. I think we've seen it with, with some of the balls that he's pulled and especially what he did on Sunday. And, you know, the, the one shot that really went over the parking lot down the right field line. But last night, it was it was a pop-up. And, and the wind was blowing out to left and, and probably helped it. certainly did. But it's 340 down the line, so he probably hit it about 380 where he hit it. And it should have just been a pop-up uh, to the opposite field. It just shows you the strength. And, and I, I know you hate batting practice, but you sat here and, and I watched him take batting practice, and it was just one after the other, one after the other. And it's line drives, it's moonshots, it's it's everything else. So he's obviously got a chance to be really special. But you, you hope that – I don't. you still want everybody to hype him up too much yeah, all the time exactly. because then I, I still think he's a guy that's really hard on himself and – you know, if, if it does start to struggle and, and people start to ask questions or why aren't you doing this all the time, then that could really hurt him. So I think he needs to grow up maybe a little bit more personality-wise or like maturity-wise, but not he, he's certainly mature body-wise. I mean, it, it's incredible to watch this guy, and he's just a physical specimen. And, again, it's it's hard to question how the heck he's even in college, but 
certainly has an opportunity to uh, to be one, one of the best ever done it. By the way, I don't hate batting practice. I just hate you talking about batting practice. No, I know. I, I, I understand the importance of batting practice, but uh, it is pretty amazing to watch what's going on there. But I, I totally agree with you on that. I mean, if there's a hole in his swing, and they'll find it in the SEC, right? I mean, that, he, the pitching is so good in this conference. They, they are, but remember what he did last year. He didn't start playing until the oh, Tennessee weekend. I'm not weekend. saying there is a hole there, Jeff. I'm just saying yeah. if there is, they'll if find it. If there is, they'll, yeah. they'll find it. And I still think some of the, the teams, when you look at them and how they pitch to them, you know, they, they can mix it up and do some different things. I still think he's susceptible to, like, up and in because he, he just swings at every fastball, so you can really get him where he can't extend those arms and get to it. That's what I would do. I would just pitch him in all the time until he proves that he can, you know, I'd at least put make contact with that pitch. So uh, who's sewing tonight for the Mighty Gators? Yoel Tejeda Jr. Again, he's a yeah, Wednesday. started uh, last week as well. Hopefully this goes better because this is really identical to what happened last week. Gators really good on the road in Tampa, and then they came up here. They had the lead and blew the five-run lead. I don't think you'll see that again, certainly, but it's um, the the one issue, and Sully even mentioned it last night, and he said it before I even asked him the question because I was going to. They're really struggling with guys on third and less than two outs. Yeah, they are. They had several more opportunities last night, didn't drive that guy in, so they've got to be better there. But other other than that, they've been really good everywhere else. It's just putting the ball in play, man. Just And I, I know there was one play, I think it was – might have been a right pass. I can't remember who it was early in the game where they they just put the ball in play and the guy made a great play, but they a run scored. That's that's the main thing. You got to run it. That's all you got to do. Yep. Make contact. And all we got to do is say goodbye to you until tomorrow. Uh, we appreciate you being on for this hour, and you, of course you move over to Gator baseball, and everybody's excited about that, and they're excited about this team, and uh, maybe some of them are even excited about basketball right now. Cool. All right, we will talk to you tomorrow, Jeff. See you, Dills. Until uh, the next hour, which will be brought to you by Melvin Wall, we'll be back for the second hour. I'll be here until 5.50 when we have to go to Gator Baseball. But for right now, we got to get out of here for a break. We'll be right back for the second hour here on the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, I'm Emma Smith, Hall of Famer and all-time leading rusher with exciting news. If you suffer from chronic joint pain, Emmett Smith wants to introduce you to QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in biologic treatment for pain. 
I'm talking regenerative solutions that encourage your body to heal and repair itself. No medications, no surgeries, no downtime. If you have pain in your knees, hips, lower back, and shoulders, don't assume the old treatments are the only treatments. Learn more about how you can get lasting relief with biologic treatments that can repair and restore damaged tissue. Call to learn more about this exciting natural way to deal with chronic joint pain. Play golf without pain. Walk upstairs without pain. Play with your kids and grandkids without pain. Get back on your job without pain. Live your life pain-free. Call QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air let's do it it's go time you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255 you know if i'm saying something to you i don't say to you i'm going to say something to you and then say it i just say it or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at jeff cardoza uf and at pat underscore dually the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat All right, we are back here for the second hour. Again, we're going to go till about 50 after and then uh, go to Florida baseball. That's one of the stories right now that we're talking about, and we talked about the first hour Florida beating JU last night, but Caglione hitting another homer. Wyatt Lankford going four for five, which Jeff and I didn't even talk about. Uh, it seems like he's he's getting into his stride after a kind of a slow start, but, I mean, who who cares what you do the first weekend? You know, it's just a matter of coming back and, and doing well. And uh, and then we uh, obviously talked a lot about Florida basketball. And what what I, I, I think is the new Florida basketball team, which is only going to be maybe for two more games. Maybe one. No, two. They got to play two. Obviously, they got LSU senior day on Saturday, 6 o'clock game. I will not be attending that game. We are going to the Lyrics for Life concert. Looking forward to that. But 
I'm I'm one of those people that want wishes I could go say goodbye to Colin Castleton. You know, the, the senior days matter, but it, they don't always matter. You know what I mean? They they matter when it's somebody that you really have a lot of respect for and have interviewed over the years and stuff. But uh, sometimes the senior day is just like I don't even know. If, I didn't even know these guys were on the team. <laughs> there have been some like that. Um, so that'll be uh, the game on uh, Saturday, and then of course they'll be playing Thursday in the tournament. We don't know who against yet. There's still uh, a lot of teams in that area of seven and nine. Not a lot, but. Uh, that um, there's still the games that will be played tonight, which is, uh, I think, Kentucky, Vandy, and then Alabama plays Auburn. And interesting to me, watching the game last night, and by the way, my favorite duo had the game last night on the SEC Network, which is Richard Cross, who I know, and uh, he's from Mississippi, and he does, um, I think he's the old Miss sideline guy. Uh, in fact, I know he's the Ole Miss sideline guy, also knows Mississippi State really well, really does a fair job. And then um, Joe Klein does a great job. I love listening to what he's got to say. Um, you know who I'm not fan- fans of, and I don't listen to him, but uh, it was certainly fun to, to listen to that game last night. So um, we'll see what happens with Florida going forward and who they end up playing when when they up, end up playing. In fact, I think if can, Kentucky wins tonight. It's the best case scenario for the SEC because I think I read this today that if Kentucky wins, they lock up the three. And if they're the three, and this used to dread this if you were a sports writer covering the Gators in basketball, if you're the three seed, you play the latest game possible. Now that game's supposed to start at uh, I think nine o'clock. It never does. Other games get pushed back. There's other issues. I, in fact, well, no, it wasn't. The tornado game was not the nine o'clock game. It was the seven o'clock game because there was supposed to be a nine o'clock game, which was going to be Kentucky Georgia, which they ended up playing. I look, I can talk all day about that tornado tournament because I covered the whole thing. It was unbelievable. Even though Florida got knocked out early, but anyway, so Florida's got two more games left at least and maybe more we'll see but the bottom line is I think they figured out who they are that team though that they are now that they figured it out with four guards and and one big guy and you have to alternate them all because they're all going to get in foul trouble because they all foul a lot because they reach too much because they're not that talented none of those three guys as we know but that team that they they think they figured out isn't good enough to beat a lot of teams Okay, it's good enough to beat Georgia. Georgia's terrible. And, um, you know, I know they were talking about Mike White a lot about how he's going to get, you know, we're going to get it back. We're going to get Georgia back to where it was. I'm like, what? They, they've been to one Final Four. They were pretty good under Herrick, but they were cheating. They haven't been that good. It's not a great basketball tradition. Um all right, let's. Uh, we'll take some phone calls. Also, if you want to talk about the Jalen Carter situation or not, um, and talk about that, I saw a story just now that the Atlanta Journal Constitution put out that uh, Stetson Bennett, when he was in Dallas and got arrested for public intoxication, hid behind a brick wall. And I'm like, well, duh. 
you would be really stupid and really drunk if you hid, hid behind a, I don't know, uh, saran wrap wall. That would not be smart. <laughs> yeah, I would hide behind something if I thought I was going to get arrested. Uh, I, but people are, of course. And again, he his Jalen Carter's draft status might be affected. It might be severely affected by the, the situation that's going on. Stetson Bennett isn't getting affected by anything. Uh, nobody's going to say, oh, he drank one night. I mean, Baker Mayfield, right? Same kind of deal. Let's go to the phones and see what Woody's got for us. What's going on, Woody? Yeah, hey, Pat. How is it going? Um, Good. I, Yeah, I enjoyed your conversation with Jeff. And, uh, I, you know, I heard you, you – I know Jeff talks about uh, batting practice power too much, but um, I got to tell you, man, when I go to a major league game, I always try to get there for batting practice. And um, I've caught, I caught a ball at Fenway Park that Joe Carter hit uh, back in '96, and um, I've only been to about five major league games, and the last couple I haven't gone to the batting practice. But uh, um, used to go to batting practice occasionally in Tampa when the Red Sox would play the Rays. And my oldest son was tossed a ball by Pedro Martinez during batting practice, and he didn't like man up and fight for it. So he was Pedro was ni- nice enough to toss him another one. So we did pretty good in batting practice, and, you know. And, and uh, it's kind of fun to see how far they hit it and that kind of stuff, and just watch the ballpark fill up. But yeah, um, well, I look. I, I said before, I don't have any problem with batting practice. Yeah. It's just kind of an inner joke with Jeff and I because he would always talk about how all these massive homers Chris Armstrong was hitting, and then he would never he'd strike out four times in the game, and I would be like, I don't want to hear about it anymore. But I'll I give him some credit. It was three strikeouts and a pop up. Yeah, that's right. You know, but I will yeah, I will say me. this: one of my favorite things I used to do every once in a while was I would literally. This was back when Delta had ninety nine dollar flights from Jacksonville to Atlanta round trip. And I would fly to Atlanta one weekend a year, go to games, and I would go. I remember my favorite thing was on Sunday I would take the Atlanta Journal-Constitution and, and go out and watch batting practice in the outfield stands and just read the, read the whole paper. This is back when you had real papers. Yeah. We don't have real papers anymore. But, and, again, you'd read. they used to have an entire page that was nothing but notes columns from different – their writers. This is how many writers they had. But they were they were really great. You could spend an hour reading those things, and that was fun. I I love batting practice. It's not got no problem with. It. I'm just making fun of Jeff. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's he's just uh, a little too optimistic. Let's say that you know, being a Gator homer that he is, just a little too optimistic about that batting practice power. But you never know. Uh, Caglione seems legit, so you know it might be a point in his favor with that guy. But yeah, I gotta no, tell it's, you, it's working with him. Yeah. You know, um, the last, say, five years, maybe longer, it's been a little tough uh, being a Gator fan during the fall. But golly, man, with gymnastics, lacrosse, softball, and baseball, uh, pretty pretty good in the spring, you know. I don't know uh, how tough it's been in the fall. I mean, you went to three straight New Year's Six Bowls. You uh, beat Georgia. You beat Tennessee all but, all but. Well, all those years. you uh, It wasn't that – it. It wasn't that bad in the fall, okay? Aren't you the man that I heard say that Florida's football defense had been historically bad? It is. It has been. Years, so Three straight. It's been a little tough lately. But they you know? they won a lot of games because they were so good offensively. 
which yeah. which yeah. people were calling us before they hired Mullen going, I just want a team that can score points and be exciting. I don't care whether they win or lose. If they go six and six and they, they score a bunch of points, great. And then when that happens, you go, I don't want that either. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Nope. I'd like to see a complete game because I know it's possible. You know, I hear people say, well, you can't be great in every sport on UF campus. But, see, that's just not true. Now, it's unlikely, but it's simply not true. With the, with the, the recruiting in this state and the weather and the facilities and the traditions and blah, 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 the, you know, the money available, it, it is possible. You know, I think I'm it's curious. possible at, at most schools in the Southeastern Conference and, yeah. you know, and, and actually in the Big Ten, too. I think you could be good in everything. Yeah. A lot of you know, that's one thing that Florida – another advantage that Florida has, though, over, say, in Alabama or in Auburn is academics. But how is so, that an advantage it when it comes to football recruiting? Well, I don't know. Uh, aren't there still parents out there that care if their kid gets a good education? Nah, not that many. <laughs> so, there, are, there are in other sports, and, and I think that's why Florida's done so well in some of these sports, including baseball, including, um, obviously, gymnastics and uh, softball and stuff like that. I think it does matter. But when it comes to football, I, I do think that it comes down to what what you can offer now, what you can offer a kid NIL-wise, and what he how he can get to the pros the quickest. So that's what it comes down to. So how, how optimistic are you that the women's basketball team is going to get it going, especially with NIL? Are they going to keep some players? Because they were better early – and then it seemed like they, the depth got them, and you know. Well, they got hurt. They got the injuries. That yeah. killed them. You know, yeah. their best player got hurt, and then yeah. uh, uh, Jordan Merritt was hurt a lot of the year and had hadn't really responded. So, um, I I think she's look. I mean, we all know that we weren't expecting a a team to. I think they would. They finished two over five hundred for the year. Um, that's not what anybody expected, but uh, she did have a lot of injuries. Uh, I certainly, I think she'll get the benefit of the doubt, and she does have a McDonald's All American coming in next year. Yeah, I mean, it seems like if you can keep, you know, keep from losing six or seven guys, you know, or players every year, like what's about to happen with the men's basketball team, it seems like you can get a little momentum, you know. So I'm hoping that happens because you know that's the only sport on campus that I know of that hasn't won a conference championship. I sure would like to see it. Yeah, they. I think All the furthest the they ever went was a Sweet Sixteen. So, um, too. So, um, yeah, they have not been. Uh, I mean, obviously, when Carol Ross was here, they were pretty good, uh, but they never were elite. You know, and, they were uh, second tier. You know, yeah. pretty good, but just not Tennessee. I'll, I'll you know, never forget this. They they played somebody in the NCAA tournament, and. Uh, she she told she was this was her interview afterwards. She said, "We're a top fifteen program, but we don't have top fifteen crowds." She she hate she was really miserable about the way they they drew fans. The only time they ever drew a, a sellout crowd was yep. when they gave away free ice cream for Tennessee, and they and everybody showed up. I don't know why the ice cream was so good. I guess. <laughs> but you know, if if South Carolina and Mississippi State can jump up in women's basketball, and now LSU, you know. All it is is the right coach and a few players, and you just get a little momentum. So it is possible. Yeah, and it's a lot of AAU stuff going on there, and there's a lot of stuff, and they've got to get where they're good at it. And I think that it's never recovered, to be honest with you, from what I've been told by people that are no more way no, no, no way more about women's basketball than I do. 
is they have never recovered from Carolyn Peck. I was about to ask you if that's what you were going to say. Yep. That's what I've been told, that they, they damaged uh, a lot of relationships with a lot of people, and they haven't totally recovered, and maybe Kelly Ray can get it done. I know it was a problem for Amanda. And Ma- Amanda had to take some risks and ended up with people. And I mean, she had—I think she had three straight years where a player uh, had some kind of a—it wouldn't have. It might have been a felony charge, but there were there were definitely some issues going on with her program. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. I'm optimistic about the rest of this—the rest of this school year. That's for sure. Okay. Good. Thanks, man. All right. It should be good. Uh, Byron, let's get his call in here quickly. What's going on, Byron? Hey, good to talk to you, Pat. I appreciate you taking my call. Did Jeff have go over to the baseball park? Yeah, he's he's already there. He's but over there now. Okay. He'll, uh, he's getting prepped because he he wants okay. to be I really good. In fact, I know. Oh, I, yeah, I know. I want to listen to him tonight. That he's really good. Yeah, I, I know. Sean Kelly's that. doing the game on the TV, the ESPN Plus, and I don't, I'm, I should have oh. asked Jeff if he's doing it with him or if he's doing it okay. just radio. I don't. I'm not sure. So I did want to ask you something about basketball because you're going to have to refresh my memory. I'm obviously take a little bit. We beat Georgia last night, took two from them, but now I don't remember hearing much about. Is his name Will Pritchard? Was he the young man that did well last night? Will Richard. Will Richard. Okay. Yeah, he had uh, 24 last night. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, he he got hot. He had a good game. I mean, he's we've seen signs of this, and uh, I think that they've get with the four guard lineup that they played a lot. Uh, they basically uh, were allowed to. I think it gave them more freedom just to to not worry about making shots or missing them. They knew, you yeah. know, you just get the open shot and take it. Yeah, I'm not talking about the big dance because I don't have a lot of no, hope for that. Zero hope. Is it at all possible that if we went on a run to in the SEC tournament, we could get to the NIT? No. Nah. Oh yeah, they no, definitely you don't could. Think so. Oh yeah, no. If they win, they've got to beat LSU. If they won a game at least in the NIT, they might have to win two. I yeah. mean, to get in the NIT, to, if they do that in the SEC tournament, there's a okay. certainly a chance. But I, I I'm. I may be totally wrong about this, but I usually know about these kind of things. But I think it still comes down to where you are in the net as whether you get in. Oh, okay. They're not going to just take teams okay. based on name. But I may yeah, be wrong gotcha. about that. Gotcha. Okay. One more thing. If you have an opportunity later, uh, we got spring practice starting, uh, I think it's this weekend. And I'm just kind of curious yeah. if you have any idea about Austin Armstrong, the new uh, D.C. that's coming in, if you've got any information on them or – what you think? I'd like to hear it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know much about him except what I've read, and I've talked to a, a couple people about him. Um, seems to be a pretty sharp guy, but he's definitely different. He's uh, very young, and uh, he's very, um, I don't know, He, he, he it's going to be interesting. <laughs> That's all I can say. I'm trying to say this without trying to make it sound like an insult, but he's very country. He he. Talks very okay. country, so well, that uh, well. That's interesting, right there, to see how he gets along with the players. That well, exactly, yeah, and then yeah. that's well, the thing. I think that's one how of the biggest. How does he interact with people? That's one of the biggest things about the spring is you've got three new coaches to uh, get to yeah. interact with players. So okay, we haven't replaced Fiegler yet, though, have we? Did no, we? but they will eventually. I I would oh, okay. think they might even get that. You may see an announcement on that uh, before the oh, week's okay. over. Yeah. All right. Okay, Fat. Have a good day. All right. 
Appreciate the call. Try to hang up on the right thing instead of you hanging up on the show. Uh, we're way behind on our break, so we'll get that. We'll come back with more, including a big injury in the SEC in basketball last night. If you didn't see it, I'll tell you about it and more here on the tailgate ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Cam Parker. Portal women's basketball's run in the SEC tournament ends after one game with a 72-57 loss to Kentucky this afternoon. Kentucky will face Alabama in the second round on Thursday. Gator Baseball concludes their home-and-home series against Jacksonville tonight at 6 p.m. with a matchup at Condren Family Ballpark. The Gators won last night's matchup in Jacksonville 18-8. Stay tuned for live coverage beginning right here at 555. In the NFL, projected first-round draft pick Jalen Carter out of Georgia has been issued two arrest warrants by the Athens-Clark County Police Department for reckless driving and racing. This is the result of an investigation into the single vehicle accident that claimed the lives of a UGA football player and staffer back in January. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Cam Parker. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that sight is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. The calendar has turned, and it's time to start planning the annual carnival dressed up as a charity golf tournament known as the Bob Dooley Invitational. Leonardo's is proud to once again be a title sponsor of the funnest event in Gainesville. When you eat at Leonardo's, your money stays in town, and thanks to the support of the tailgate listeners, we're able to continue to make a positive impact in the community. Leonardo's Millhopper is Gainesville's iconic restaurant. Did you say funnest? Hey, just like our garlic butter, I was on a roll. (laughs) In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, back here. Uh, Pat Dooley going solo for this hour, and then uh, tomorrow Jeff will be back. Look forward to seeing him. 
I, I was curious because I haven't checked this in a while because obviously once Florida had no chance of going to the NCAA tournament, and technically they do have a chance. <laughs> All they got to do is win four games in four days. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They're there. They're in. Chances of that happening, they're not zero, but they're .01, I think, percent. Um, but I was curious about the net ranking because in the end, the committee is supposed to look at the net ranking. With, I mean, we're, we're talking NIT, guys. We're not talking NCAA. But it's funny how we didn't even think about that until they, they won that game against Georgia. Now, of course, they've got LSU, which is not, uh, you know, not very good. And certainly beating them at home would not be – they would actually probably go down in net. They actually they went up because they beat Georgia because it was a road game. Actually went up to 59. They were at 64. Um, but beating LSU is not going to help your net. But it may be good enough. I mean, to to get in, I'm 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 backtracking on my belief that they're not going to get in if they win these this game. Um, they'll have to win at least one in the tournament and maybe two. I think I I would think. But again, all you got to do is be 500. If you're 500, you can get in, and they can take it. I don't think it matters who you are. I don't think we. Of course, I always say that, and then. We've talked about this before. North Carolina won a couple of games in a row here. Is North Carolina only even being considered because of who they are? Because they they had no quad ones. Now they've got one. Um, so they got one quad one. Florida's got two. Let's put the Gators in too. Um, but obviously at 15 and 15, not going to get in. Uh, but if you do at least finish 500 in the league, I'm starting to believe they could get in if they could just win this game against LSU. I still think they'll have to win at least one in the in the tournament. So I'd take back that bet that Jeff and I made. Which and by gambling is illegal at Bushwood. Uh, so we talked about that. We talked about a lot of other things and and the the injury that I, and again I missed the beginning of the game because once the Gator game is over, I usually turn off all the TVs and work and write for Gators Wire. And uh, write. I've already been writing some, but I write. I finish up what I'm I'm doing, so I don't have, I don't I don't get distracted. In fact, when I was a press in the press box, the last I would say five or six years of my career, and uh, as a press box guy working for a newspaper, I would put headphones on and listen to music because music at least I knew what was coming. I didn't have to worry about loud noises, loud noises, or people scraping anything or Press boxes are not an ideal place to work. Let's just put it that way. Um, they, you would think they would be good, and they're better, it's better than sitting in the stands, certainly, but it certainly is a, a different uh, d- dynamic there. So we'll see what happens uh, with that going forward. Uh, 3928255, number to call. If you want to get a call in and talk about Gator baseball, which plays tonight, Gator uh Obviously, Gator softball's got to. Uh, I I got to be honest with you. I've got to look that up. See who they play this weekend. I think they're in. They have their own tournament this weekend. Um, Gator uh, basketball, obviously, with the win last night. Women's basketball. If you haven't heard yet, lost. They're done. Their season's over. I don't think they'll get in the NIT uh, for women. But I guess anything's possible. But uh, certainly, I wouldn't think they would. Uh, but 
in the game, there was a bench-clearing discussion, put it that way. It was certainly what happened was not good, and there's a reason why everybody got mad and upset, but four players ejected from each side it helped uh, Kentucky more than it did Florida, but they, they don't do it. You know, it's not – please do not say, oh, um, that was – well, like in the Tony George incident at, in Tallahassee in 98, certainly I understood Coach Spurrier's up being upset because they lost a starter and FSU had a guy kicked out who was wearing jeans. And that that, that was not probably a fair deal there, but things happened and shouldn't have happened. But when you get into that kind of a situation – Things can happen that aren't going to be good, and you're going to end up losing uh, players. And you're just trying right at that point. You're trying to save your season to be still be alive and still be playing. And you remember what happened last year? How emotional everything was when Broughton got hurt. If you if you pay attention to women's basketball, um, also we have um, Gator gymnastics is at Oklahoma this weekend. I believe I'm right on that. Maybe I should look some of this stuff up before I start talking about it. But And that's going to be uh, fun to watch. Um, yeah, they yeah, it's at Oklahoma. So I'm looking forward to watching that. Um, you know how hard it is. I think winning on the road, I've said this before, in gymnastics is as hard, if not the hardest thing in the world. Because it's not just the crowd, you know – you have to deal with that. It's also that judges are different and you never know what they're going to be like in a place at home or what they're going to be like on the road. And I think it, it you, you never know even going into an event how they're going to be. Hey, this could be the night where if you're really good, you'll get a 9-9. So that'll be interesting to watch. So a lot of stuff going on in the world of uh, sports, and certainly in this town, we love it. We love all the things that are going on here. Uh, and I that's one reason I really like living here. No matter how many restaurants and bars they close, I'm, I'm here. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> uh, so we've got all that going on. Of course, Gator baseball coming up in just a little bit against JU. And, uh, oh, uh, I did want to talk about Zakai Ziegler going down last night. Big blow for Tennessee. Um, I watched. I I only watched that game because I I, see I got off on a tangent. I didn't watch it when the injury happened, but I flipped it on as soon as I was done writing. And I I was surprised to see it because it just happened, I guess, a little while ago. But yeah, tore his ACL. You could, like, when when he went down, it looked like an ankle to me, but. When you saw him immediately grab his knee, that's when you know it's it's at it's probably an ACL at best. He just hyperextended it, but you knew it was uh, probably that. And he's out, obviously. And uh, not that I, I I feel bad for him, the individual, not so much for Tennessee team. But um, you know they're sitting here with a team that they believed was going to win the national championship. That they're I mean they're right now a three. They're the number three team in net ranking behind Alabama, who's number two. So uh, they've got an unbelievable body of work they've put together, and that was a big uh, game for them last night and played really well, beating Arkansas. Arkansas, Arkansas is fine. Uh, I'm gonna, I will watch Auburn-Alabama tonight, even though I think Alabama is at home and they're going to whack them. 
But I'll watch that game because if Auburn loses that game, and then I think they have Tennessee next week at home, They've almost—I mean, when I say next week, I mean Saturday. It's almost—they've got to win that game. If they lose both those games, they're—they may not get in the tournament, and that would be something. It happens at places, guys. I wrote a little thing for the High Five, which I do every Friday for WRUF.com, about other places where it's not always it happened, but you won't believe their records. You know, these are blue, considered blue bloods. Well, certainly uh, Auburn. I'm not saying they're a blue blood. They certainly aren't. They've been to one Final Four ever. They aren't. But they are, under Bruce Pearl, they've become a really great program and not far removed from the Final Four, but here they are. They may not make the tournament. You could tell when when you'd watch them play, though, they weren't as good a team as Bruce usually has out there. Anyway. Let us get a break. We need to get a break in, and then we'll come back, and then we'll wrap it up at 50, 550, and we'll go to one more break, and Jeff will take over uh, from Gator Baseball here. So we got to get a break. So let's get our break right now. Uh, if you want to get a quick call in, you can do that on the other side. You're listening to the tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around, don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold.
cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. The evening features partly cloudy and warm conditions as temperatures generally linger in the 80s and 70s. We'll see lows tonight fall into the upper 50s and low 60s. Areas of patchy, dense fog are possible for that early Thursday morning commute. Otherwise, by the afternoon, we'll see mostly sunny skies. Temperatures in the middle 80s will hold on to dry weather until Friday evening into Saturday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. And then there's the running back situation. Bijan Robinson had played in Texas, which feels like old school football still, but he got a top five grade. If you're a running back now and you're in high school, do you want to stay at that position? You are playing the least valuable position in the NFL. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here. I am back here. Uh, Again, we have about 11 minutes in the show. I'm going to devote a lot of it to college football, to Gator football. And just in case uh, you were listening earlier, and I misspoke because it is Sean Kelly and Nick Belmonte doing the TV tonight if you get ESPN+, Plus, which I do. Um, so that's what I'll be watching tonight. I'll probably have basketball on the second TV. But, um, and then uh, obviously uh, the great Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell doing Gator Baseball on radio on WRUF. So you got that going. So just want to make sure I get that cleared up because I, I wasn't sure who was where. But it's kind of stupid because, anyway, you know what I'm saying. I, 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 that was my bad, not anybody else's bad. Um, but I, I did want to talk about football because spring football starts this weekend. And, again, there is a little viewing, I'm sure, but we're not going to see much. Uh, everything I've been told is, uh, is the guys that have come in are putting the work in and they're doing But you know you know where else they're doing it? Georgia, Alabama, USC. You know, every, they're doing it everywhere. They're working hard everywhere. Um. It's just a matter of what they can get out of this group. And I started thinking, because I'm actually going to do this, I think I'm going to do it tomorrow, actually. So maybe, hey, let's let the the uh, listeners help me help myself. Because I, I'm going to do this uh, 12, Dooley's Dozen 12 Things Florida Needs to Do in the Spring, that they need to find out in the spring, or they, they need to uh, address in the spring. And, again, the coaches obviously know better, way better than I do. Uh, what they need to address, but um, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, you know, I, the spring game will be on a Thursday. Uh, you know, there's a reason for doing it. it. It seemed to have worked last year in terms of it helped them with recruiting. 
Most of the guys that uh, were in attendance, that uh, not all the guys that were in attendance signed, but mo- a lot of the guys they signed for this class were in attendance, and this is uh, certainly something that th- they believe in. Uh, but that's that's the thing. There's a lot of things with Florida football right now that they're committed to and believe it will eventually work. They don't make a lot of us privy to much of that. We kind of know. I mean, you can all you have to do is watch the games and you kind of get a feel and you listen to the press conferences. But the bottom line is it is a little bit of a grand experiment. All right, let's bring in a coach who really is organized, really knows what he's doing, seems to know what he's doing, and see how it works out at one of the most pressure-packed environments there is. And one of the mo- and I don't think Billy feels the pressure, but he does he does know what he was dealt. And we'll see what happens. I mean, we'll uh, literally I I'm fascinated to see how it all works out because a lot of chips were put in the middle of the table on this both these hires, both football and basketball. Uh so I'm what are you hoping to to know coming out of the spring? that you don't know going into the spring. And I the the one that's obvious is quarterback. We have no idea who the starting quarterback is going to be. We have a good idea, but we don't know if it's going to be right or not. Let's go to the phone, see what Doug's got for us today. What's up, Doug? What up, my nigga? Jeez, what is going on today? It's been a weird day. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's just been a weird day. I think I know why, but I'm not going to get into that. All right. So, uh, but I mean, what do you think is going to go going to happen with uh, Florida um, Florida football in terms of what you want to see happen in the spring? I mean, look, we're not going to see much of it in the spring game. I've never. I I was trying to think. I think I tried to do this a year ago. I tried to write something about. Um, you know, the best spring games of all time or the best spring performers. And I was like, I can't really remember that much about them. And I remember everything. I remember the score of games that were played in 1966. I think Robbie was stunned with that, that I knew the score of the Florida Temple NIT game when Neil Walk was playing. Um, but the bottom line is, I don't remember much about spring games. The the most memorable spring game to me still is when Ian Skinner went off and after the game we're like, wow, Ian Skinner had a great game, man. He's incredible. It's unbelievable how good he's he played. And then after the, in the press conference, period is, ah, he's ineligible next year. <laughs> so we're like, wait a minute. We just, we want to write about this. And I, I think he did show up for interviews that night. Another one that I remember Cam Newton was awful, was so bad he was almost in tears. I was interviewing him after the game because I said, I'm going to write, I'm going to go a different direction. I'm going to write about Cam Newton instead of Tim Tebow just to do something different because it's a spring game. And I I think I was the only guy talking to him at one point, and and he was like literally almost in tears. He was so bad. He couldn't throw. He learned how to throw eventually and was a pretty good passer. But that was not never his major strength. But that's what I'm talking about with spring games. Spring pack practice matters a lot. Let's get a call in here. Kenny, what's going on? 
Hey, not much. Just uh, on the way home, thought I'd check in, see what's going on. I like the spring game bulk. Uh, I like the Thursday night thing. I, you know, I hear people maybe complain a little bit about it, but I live, you know, I live an hour and a half away, and 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 I'm planning to be there. Yeah, I think uh, I think most I, of the complaints are people who want to tailgate and have a big festive day, and it really doesn't. It's not that conducive to it. But I mean, because right. people get off work at five, you know, and and they, it it is a work day, and it's a work day the next day. So I think that's where people complain. But the bottom line, it, it's totally about recruiting. Yes, I think it helps the team a lot when you, when you're hearing, you know, when I think Strickland maybe talked about it a little bit and saying, hey, if you had a choice of getting a guy, and the guy's got to make a choice of coming here or somewhere else, and on a Saturday, uh, and he chooses somewhere else. When he could have came here on a Thursday, you're, you're just hurting yourself, and that the goal yeah. is to get that kid signed. So, well, and um, I mean that is a wise move. You're right, Kenny, and and that's what their philosophy has been. And it may not be great for the fans, but it's great for you know it would be great for the fans if they get better players if they start winning more games. That'll be then the Gator fans will say that was great those Thursday games. We love it. We yeah, want to make it a tradition. Give up one day for uh, for for a few wins, certainly. Yeah, and I, I, <laughs> I <couldn't make. laughs> Yeah, and I think you know, a lot we, of we can give up one day. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people too. They want to go. They want to have a big crowd for the game, and it, it's you know obviously on a Thursday it's not going to happen. But uh, we hell, who knows? Florida could be playing a Thursday game to start the season because they still haven't announced when that game is going to be a Thursday or a Saturday game at Utah to start the season. So it could be a Thursday game. So maybe they'll get used to Thursdays. I know. I've had to book from Wednesday to Sunday, so I've got that game covered. <laughs> all, I, all I need them to do is let me know so I can not be riding around. But, um, yeah, it, it, you know, you got you know, you got these players that want to, you know, hey, I'll, well, I can go out there Thursday. It'd be a nice day. I'll go watch the Gators play. And, I, you know, and I looked up last year what they said the attendance was, and, I might be wrong, but I thought they said it was thirty-two thousand. Now that, I could that be sounds wrong about right. That. Uh, you got to add about three or four to probably what the the uh, yeah. tennis really. But I mean, it, it was a, it was a decent crowd. I was at the game last year, and it was yeah, it was a good crowd. Um, and but it, it's not going right. to be like yeah. you know. Look, there's going to be a bigger spring grade crowd now, spring game crowd in Athens because. They're also celebrating a national championship. There's going to be a bigger spring game yeah. crowd in Alabama because a lot of those fans can't get into the regular season games. This is their yeah. one chance to go. It's why uh, Kentucky fans uh, showed up and filled up the place when they played in the NIT because they don't they don't have season tickets for basketball. So they and they they when they got to play in NIT, anybody could buy them. So they were happy about right. it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shoot, it was full. You know, back in the day, it was Spurrier. They're out there showing everybody the trophy and chanting number one, and uh, the place was packed. So you want to pack it? Well, we need to get better players. That starts on Thursday with the spring game. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I should look this up one day. And may, uh, I, But my recollection was that the biggest crowd for a spring game was the when Tebow was about to be take over the job. Uh, right. So it would have been his yeah. w- going into his sophomore year. I, and, of course, he won the Heisman wow. that year. Yes. So Gator fans wow. knew what they were about to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, good. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for uh, for some more. Just 
need a few more wins, get a few players in here, and certainly the opportunity is getting them here on the Thursday when they have no other place to go. Yep. Kinda, uh, in my mind, and, and seeing who you can talk into signing on the line. So, All right, Kenny, thanks, thanks uh, for the call. Taking the call. Appreciate it. Good call there, Kenny. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk more about that a little bit tomorrow. And, of course, we'll talk about the Gator baseball game and where they are heading to the Miami series because tomorrow will be our last show. Jeff and I will be here. Uh, and then we're not doing a show Friday uh, for a lot of reasons. One day we'll, I'll tell you all of them. But, no, it's just stuff we have to do. And then um, we'll be back uh, on Monday. But, anyway, we'll be here tomorrow, Jeff and I both, and we'll talk about the Florida-Miami baseball. We'll talk a little bit about – what happened last tonight will kind of decide a little bit in terms of the seeding for the SEC basketball tournament. Women's basketball done for the year. Just had a lot of injuries and everything. But here's the thing I know. We got to get out of here so we can go to take a break and go to baseball. We'll be back on Monday. Or I'm sorry, on Friday. That would be Thursday. Until then, I'm Pat Dooley saying I'm deep way back and I'm out of here. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Joseph Baker. Florida baseball is back in action against Jacksonville tonight. UL Tejeda Jr. will be back on the bump for his second career start. Coverage for tonight's game begins at 5.55. Gators golfer Yushin Lin picked up his first win after shooting 13 under at the Southern Highlands Collegiate on Tuesday. Florida women's basketball saw its March Madness dream end today. The Gators lost 72-57 to in the SEC tournament against Kentucky. It's a huge day for the Hawthorne Hornet basketball team as they'll take on Chipley in the 1A state playoff semifinals. A win tonight would put them in the state championship game against either Williston or Franklin County. Georgia star defensive lineman Jalen Carter, a top prospect in the NFL draft, was charged today with reckless driving and racing in connection with a crash that killed a former player and a former staff member at Georgia. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Joseph Baker. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.